You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. To another horror vein. I'm Robert Massetti. I'm Don Fisher. Ooh, and we're using new equipment today. We are, and Rob's very, very <laughs> proud of his new toy. So <laughs> if we sound a lot better, that's why. <laughs> yes. It better sound better. That's right. That's right. And, we made uh, an upgrade, but anyway. So this is uh, Horror Vein. We are the pulse of horror. Uh, Don Fisher calling all the way in from the Windy Cindy City, yes, Chicago. Yes. 61 today, not 61, bad. holy cow. I'll take it. <laughs> That's a heat wave. It's, it is, especially when it gets to like 35 at night. It's unbelievable. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Frost warnings, and it's like, okay. Dude. But that's Chicago. That's Chicago. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. It'll change. Yeah, that's how it goes. So, yeah, that's exactly how it goes. So, and I'm broadcasting uh, from sunny Orlando, Florida, which yes, was about you are. Uh, a balmy 85 today. Oh, you suck! <laughs> Just Damn. a balmy. I like saying very balmy. balmy. Yes, yes. I'm very envious, but that's all right. We'll get there. It'll just take a couple months, but I'll get there. there so anyway, so all right. so uh, this is a, another special edition uh, this week, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the movie Halloween. Halloween. Yes. yes, and there are many Halloweens, but this is the uh, the best Halloween. one in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 78. Carpenter's Halloween, the very first one, and it's the best one. Just playing, my, just playing with the toys, Dan. I know you. I, <laughs> we lost Rob, people. He'll be back in a minute. Just playing with the toys here. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to have to Holy wrangle you cow, in here man. from time to time. I can already see that. That's okay. Boys and their toys, right? Oh, Don Fisher, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. In the house. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, yep. Are you ready to talk horror? Get out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one we could do. That's a great film. Oh, oh. Jaws. Oh, my God. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll start off this edition with a uh, little bit of news that's been happening this week. Sure. Um, the first one that I want to talk about is this movie called Unhinged that's coming out supposedly uh, July 1st. Uh, yes. Stars Russell Crowe. Yeah. And I just saw like it came up on my news feed. I just... But and, I didn't even watch the trailer. I don't know. But it looks good. The trailer is kind of weird, and the movie seems kind of weird. Uh, basically about road rage, but uh, Russell Crowe's character is having, a, I guess, a really bad day, and this uh, woman comes up behind him. He's blocking, you know, the road, just sitting there in his car, and she starts honking at him, and this triggers a whole bunch of events where he's trying to make her pay for that. So it's kind of a weird. Yeah. premise but it's kind of like falling down esque yeah maybe? but I, I don't know a little bit it's, but, it's weird you have to check out the trailer um it's on okay. the horror vein uh facebook page so if you want to okay. check it out i will do that but uh yeah. this is this is supposedly going to be the first movie that's going to be coming back into the theaters on july 1st um a lot of the other big movies have canceled that's if everything you know works out the, the way it's supposed to so yeah yeah quiet place is still come the part two is still going to be september i heard i don't think they're bumping yeah. that up at all 
Well, so. that's what happened is is that Unhinged was supposed to come out in September that same day. Oh. As okay. Quiet Place, and they went, oh, no, we don't want to com- you know, compete with yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't compete with that one. So they, they <laughs> so. had the, the slot was open, and they said, well, we're going to take this slot and see what happens. So okay. this will be the experiment if it actually happens. So we'll see. Interesting choice, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Doesn't it? That's why I was like looking at the trailer going, what? <laughs> yeah. I just don't picture him in a thriller, but okay. Yeah. Um, and he's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does all these big blockbuster films, you know, Gladiator and all these yeah, other things. What's big this films all about? That, is he, try, I don't is know. he having a hard time trying to find a job or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like him. He's good. But yeah, when I, I, when I saw him, I'm like, why is he playing this like asshole? I I, and as soon as I saw, and like I said, I didn't even click on the trailer, but I saw the picture, you know, and, you know, you could play the trailer. I didn't yet, but I'm like, is that Russell Crowe? Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> In a horror yeah. film. In a well, horror thriller. Film. Well, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I guess Whatever. however you want to look at it. But, it's, yeah, yeah, it's more of a thriller. It's more, yeah. But I was like, yeah. I don't know. They have this one shot where he knocks this police car doing you know the car does a 316 pulls off to the side of the road and this car goes right over it killing the police no. officer i'm oh. like okay well that's uh interesting movie <laughs> for russell crowe <laughs> yeah yeah i'll check it out maybe he's gonna start doing horror films i mean maybe i can give him a call you maybe go, you could russell <laughs> why don't you in my next movie what do you think i got this film festival okay. <laughs> What I get this film festival. It's really cool, man. <laughs> Check it out. Come, come. You can make it. Better yet, I got a podcast. I got a podcast. When are you available? <laughs> Everybody's going to stop listening. They're guests. like, if, I hear, if yeah. I hear that drum thing one more time, I'm never know, listening right? to this podcast. You're just, I, but you're so happy with your new toy, Rob. It's just, I know I'm it's just, tough. I'm just gonna promise everybody. I need child safety locks on your drum, <laughs> on your rim shot button. <laughs> oh my! Where are the parental controls? Oh Jesus! Oh God! I bet the, the people at Zoom are going, "Hey, look at that thing! Stuff that stuff works now. Look at right. It's pretty cool, man." Yeah, so it's for Zoom, like a Zoom type. Uh, no, no, type? it's the that's the the brand name is Zoom. It's oh, not, it has nothing br- okay. to do with uh, nothing Zoom. to do with the. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. <laughs> although you probably, right. although you can use it on that. I too. bet you could. That I that could is live enough. I could plug it Zoom into session. the. Yeah, I yeah. Could plug it into the computer and do all stuff. No, it's pretty cool. There you go. So I recommend buying this thing. It's really cool if you're a podcaster. So yes. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. so that's coming out in July. Yeah, and um, and supposedly there's a spinoff of American Horror Story. I don't know if you watched that show or not. Um, no, and I've told I'm, I'm told I would love it. I just haven't. I just I don't know. There's I, like there's been season because every season's different and it's kind of unique. Um, like the first season is fantastic. Uh, second season it's okay. You know, because they have different things, like one was Freak Show, and another was, I don't know, like, what about witches? and. So is it like Creep Show, or no? No, it. it's like the whole season is one long story, and okay. they have the same actors playing, you know, each season, but it's a different, like, scenario, where, okay. like, you know, the first season was about a, you know, ghost in a haunted house, and okay. then, uh... Then, then they had this one called Freak Show, where it was at a, you know, at a circus, and all these people are, you know, freaks themselves. And okay, I don't know. It's 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 good, but uh, I don't know. That's just me. It's not great, but now, how many seasons are there? There's a are lot. There? <laughs> oh wow! Okay. They just came out with a new one uh, where it's like the apocalypse, where um, like these, you know, like a bombs went off, and then. You know, everyone's scrambling to, you know, try to find, you know, where they should okay. go and all this other stuff. It was interesting, and then it just kind of, like, lost me after that. But Okay. So, anyway, gotcha. uh, they're doing, like, a spinoff, uh, supposedly, of American Horror Story. Um, it's going to be called American Horror Stories. 
Oh. And it's going to be another anthology type thing. Um, so okay. if anybody's right. a fan, they can expect that. And that's coming out later this year? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, and then they're developing uh, the Stephen King novel Revival. Um, and it's the same people that brought you Dr. Sleep. So it's the same filmmakers. Oh, okay. So that's going to be interesting. I haven't read the novel. Um, don't really know anything about the storyline, but... If it's the filmmakers from Dr. Sleep, it should be pretty cool. Yeah. I love Dr. Sleep. That was really good. Yes. I, know, I know we've touched on that already, but that was really good. Yeah. I like that. That was a good movie. Yeah. And I like uh, what's Ewan, Ewan McGregor. I thought he would. Yeah. Everybody was great. Yeah. It was yeah. really good. So. And then uh, the only thing that really came out on Blu-ray uh, for horror was um, Fantasy Island. It's the un, They have both versions of theatrical and the uncut version. Yeah. So, did you see it, Rob? I did not. Did you? I did. What'd you think? Diana really wanted to see my wife Diana. It was okay. It was entertaining. It was It was just okay. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm a tough I'm a hard sell, so you know, and I'm not trying to act all, you know, it, it didn't look, you know it didn't look that good. That's like, why I wasn't interested in seeing it, so I mean, it started out great, and the premise was good, and it's just part of. Did it what, have tattoo in it? Yeah, it and did. it's like you know, and then the plane, and then uh, the Mr. Rourke, and it's like you know, it's but just it's hard to separate film, though, right? the TV show, you know what I mean, to this horror movie because the yeah. TV show was not. But yet you're using the same character names, and it's the same premise, but then. You know, they get there and they're living out their fantasies, but then the fantasies go awry and then you find out that their stories are intertwined and somewhat connected. And it's I don't know. It was and then it just kind of got goofy at the end and just a little far, far too far fetched for me. at the. I don't know. I just kind of like reminded me of Hereditary a little bit like you had me. And then, <laughs> oh, my God, it just no, man, I knew, no. I knew Hereditary was going to come up. <laughs> just yeah and i know a lot of people like love that movie and rave oh no you you know it's a deep meaning and it's, uh, it's fine everybody's different if you enjoyed it great you know it lost me when the little girl lost you her head honest, you just say hey man home. movies fucking sucks dude i just yeah <laughs> i'm just i it lost me and i was just not a fan of anyway so this one was very similar, and um, it had its moments, And but it was like, okay, I walked out going, oh, it's okay. It's all right. You know, it was entertaining. It was nothing, you know. <laughs> you know, nothing like some of the stuff I've seen on Netflix. You know, I mean, I just, there's some gems on there. And I know I've said, I don't I sound like a broken record, but, you, you know, I you just, for like me, there's record. just such a difference. Yeah, I mean, there's just such a difference. <laughs> I mean, it's like, so anyway. If you want to, you know, if it's, you know, cheap on, you know, a streaming service and you're entertained, you don't want to, you know, and there's nothing else to watch and you want, you know, check it out. But, you know, it wouldn't be my first choice. Come on, but... just give an honest review. Just say it sucks. Yeah, it sucked. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too nice, Rob. I, I got I to gotta stop doing that. I got to stop being People so don't nice. want a nice review. They're like, they want to know, it's like, do you recommend it or not? I just you can't don't. get the middle ground, Don. You yeah, just gotta... I can't. I can't have a lot of gray area. No gray I try area. To... Like, you know, I'm a I benefit like of the doubt type of guy. <laughs> I, I just, I'm a second chance, you know, you know, give him a shot, you know. No, but I, I, you just... know, I get it, but, you know, bottom line yeah. is you got to go, nah, it sucked. No. Watch Hush. Watch He's Out There. Watch I stand gosh, be I, I stand behind those movies, but not this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um watch the strangers both of those yeah i mean put this i mean if it's on your list make sure it's way far down if it's on your list <laughs> so, you can anyway, be there it's coming people. out on blu-ray so. <laughs> oh. hey, i can start singing like a theme song now for the show it'd be cool man. you could you could Horvain, we love you <laughs> Oh <laughs> we'll have to write the rest wow. of it later. Yeah, I know. Don't I don't give me toys, folks, because I, I play know. With See them, what man. happens. You start singing. You start playing around with these buttons, and I know, just it comes off the rails. <laughs> so that's okay. Anyway, Whoa. so 
dropping stuff, dude. Uh oh. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh. Okay. So, I think that's all the news. Uh, yeah, that's all else. the news. Oh, thanks for getting us back on track, Don. That's it. That's my job. That's you know, especially when you get a new toy. I definitely got to get the lasso out. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> you're um, out into this. You're out in the street somewhere. Come back, Rob. Um, put a leash on him, will you? Put right. a leash. That's right. Well, let's uh, oh let's take a, a little break and oh, okay. uh, you know pay the bills here. Sure. And uh, we'll be back with more horror vein with Robert Bassetti. All right. And Don Fisher. What happened to Don? What? what? Oh, I'm sorry. Come on, we had this down, man. I know. All right. I, I, I'm right, sorry. I got you all. I got you all flustered, man. Let's try it again. Let's okay, try it go again. ahead. <laughs> we'll be back with more horror vein. With Robert Rossetti. And Don Fisher. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Take two. Take two. And Don Fisher. <laughs> and we'll be right back. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Hello, kitties. <laughs> it's your old pal, Freakota Clown. Here to tell all you filmmakers out there that if you have a film that you want to submit to the best horror genre film festival in the world then submit it now the freak show horror film festival is taking short films super short films and feature length horror films if you need more information just go to our website at freakshowfilmfest.com click on the submit button and you'll get all the information that you need that's com. And while you're there, tell them freaking a clown sent you. <laughs> All right, and we're back with Horror Vein with Robert Mercedes. And Don Fisher. He got it. I did. <laughs> Don See Fisher's that? back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're back with more horror vein. See, oh. that's how I should have came back. More exciting I know. like that. I know. You should have. That's This right. is going to get old, isn't it? I know. <laughs> it's like fun for us. But people are like, okay, what are we done with that now? What the fuck is going on with these guys, man? I, thought this was like... I want to hear about Halloween, damn it. <laughs> Um, I thought this was about horror films, man. These guys are yeah. funny. No, we're not funny. Right? Are we funny? Funny looking. I, I, I like to think so. I hope people find us funny. No, no, no. We'll work harder at it if we're not. We're trying. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Just give us a chance. So, <laughs> so anyway. uh, this special edition of Horror Vein, we're talking about the classic 1978 film directed by John Carpenter. Yep. Entitled Halloween. Yes, the best one. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, wow, what, what can we say about this film? Um, so, I'll give a little bit of a background on it. Um, uh-huh. Halloween is a 1978 American slasher film directed and scored by John Carpenter, co-written and produced by Deborah Hill. And starring Donald Pleasance and Jamie Lee Curtis Mm -hmm. in her film debut. Yeah, it was. Yep. Filmed in South California, Southern California. California, yeah. And they're trying to make it look like Illinois. So every time I watch this movie, I'm like, this is not Illinois, dude. I grew up there. Do not see. And it's funny because um, when you get to the Michael Myers house, there's an actual, there's a big, huge trunk of a palm tree right in the front of you <laughs> oh no way yeah if oh you my look God. if you look again if you watch a movie when you get to uh get to the house where michael myers lives yeah you'll see it right there you can't miss it i mean oh and i think yeah and i and i know that it was supposed to be in the fall and um yeah. it wasn't when they filmed and they had yeah, to make was, the leaves it's southern california yeah. come on yeah exactly and then no the, the, the one scene where um the one, the one boy's got the the pumpkin at the beginning, and he's sitting there in a the corner. And they go across the street. If you look way down, 
at the end of the street, you see palm trees, but. Oh, that's crazy. That's funny. I'll have to look at, I'll, I'll look for it next time. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, like, that's, you know, that's if I, I've seen the movie so many times, it was just kind so that, of funny. So then I know you're right. So you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, okay. just, I, I shouldn't question you. I, know. I mean, th- this, this movie, um, uh, for me, uh, was very impactful. Um, it's a staple. Every Halloween, I have to watch this movie. Oh, I do too. Every year. Yeah. Yeah. That and the Charlie Brown Christmas. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Charlie is, Brown Halloween. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what does Charlie Not Brown Christmas. Christmas have to do with Halloween? Jesus. No. Oh, oh fuck, my God. Dude. It's been a long day. How, uh, Charlie Brown Halloween. Um, <laughs> Great Pumpkin. Great Pumpkin. I watch that yeah. and the first Halloween. Yes. I do. Every year. It's a staple. It is now part of my yep. now part of it is trick or treat, which I really love. And we'll, we could talk about that in another podcast. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, and Halloween's always play, been there. And I even set out a speaker and for trick or treaters, and I play the I play the score, I play oh, the, the wow. soundtrack. You oh yeah, wow, dude. I, yeah, I love it. I love this film. It's really really good. So the the film had a uh, three hundred thousand dollar budget. Um. This is not John Carpenter's first film, as a lot of people think it is. Uh, he had made right. a film called Assault on Precinct 13, yep. which is a really good movie. I don't know if anyone has not seen that movie. Um, and the movie oh, it's here. was filmed in 20 days over a four-week period in May 1978. Yeah. And much of it was used, uh, they used a, a steady cam, which was at the time something new. Yeah, it was cutting edge at you that know? time. So, I mean, yep. like the beginning shot is all one shot with it's the steady cam. It's all one shot. And yeah. they talk about that and what an incredible shot that what is. What an incredible, incredible. shot. Yeah. Just amazing. Yep. So, it, yeah, if you watch the film again, um, pay attention to the first, the opening shot. It's all, you'll see there's no cuts. There's no it's cut. Incredible. No. And it, what's funny no. is um, when they get into the house and. They op- the drawer opens up and he pulls out the knife. That's uh, the producer Deborah Hill. That's her arm. That's her. That's her hand. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> her yeah. arm and hand. Yeah. 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 I knew that so too. So the the thing was is that uh, there was on such a low budget that as they're moving the camera, they had to take lights and move it to the you know the next area where the camera is going to be. So mm-hmm. they would go through that area, and then the people in the background are taking the lights and moving them over here and going, okay, yep. we're ready. Yep. And yep. then because I mean, they go from the front of the house to the back of the house, through the house, up the stairs to the room, and then she gets killed. Yep. And then they had to turn the camera around, go down the stairs and out the front door. Oh, so yeah. everything had to be planned. I, I'm tell- I don't know how many times they did that, but. Oh, my God. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So, um, so before we get into it, so let me, let me ask you like I did with Night of the Living Dead. Uh, sure. Do you remember the first time you saw the film? Boy, I want to say it was probably similar to Night of the Living Dead when <laughs> I was living with my roommate, Carl, and, you know, he introduced me to all these horror films and, you know, I wasn't a big horror buff, um, before that. And, um, he just opened up my world to all these wonderful films. And, um, so I probably would probably in the nineties, I'm sure of it. Oh, really? yeah. Probably, okay. probably mid nineties. Yeah. I don't think I saw it earlier than that. No. Um, I don't think so. I really don't. I think he, sh- yeah, he's just showed me that one and Texas Chainsaw and night and all these other. So, great so films. did the film have, uh, like the same, impact like it did with you with night it really did yeah it really did yeah it's just so well done and and once again not a lot of gore not a lot of there's only one scene in the film where you see blood believe it or not yeah yeah that's in the car and it splashes onto the window windshield yeah and you can hardly see that (laughs) right yeah i mean it's just and again i we're probably gonna you know this is gonna sound very similar to when you know we were talking about night but you don't need that you know sometimes you just less is more and it's just more about story and characters and development and the way it was shot and just the score and it's just and you know like again you know hardly a, a very low 
budget. You know, they shot it in a month. Yeah. You know, some of these people, like for night, it was Judith. I think it was Judith O'Day's first role. This was Jamie Lee's first role. She was so excited when she got the call. She couldn't believe it. You know, I've seen documentaries on the film and um, PJ Souls, probably one of her earliest roles. Yes. Um, and um, you'll know PJ Souls and Stripes, and she's been in a lot of other stuff. It, it, you know. Did you know that but, uh, originally um, Donald Pleasance wasn't part of the film? Uh, they were trying to get. Um, damn, I forget his name. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, they were trying to get somebody yeah, else, and that's then right. they ended up with Donald Pleasance. Yeah. yeah, and what? And I can't imagine anybody else doing that part. Oh, I it's, can't. Uh, they originally wanted Peter Cushing. Okay. Okay. The, and then he, uh, of course, did Star Wars <laughs> before. Yeah. Before. It. Yeah. And they were, they yeah. only could pay twenty thousand dollars for yeah. it, and he went, "Oh, that's not enough money. Sorry, we'll pass." Right. So he and, went and he approached Christopher Lee. Oh wow! Yeah, Christopher Lee. Uh, he really wanted him. He turned it down. Wow! And then later on. He said that was one of his big, big, biggest mistakes he did during his career. Biggest regrets, yeah. Wow. Oh, I bet. Christopher Lee said that. Yeah, I bet. It's such a great. Oh, but then, I love Donald Pleasance. But they got I Donald just, Pleasance, and, uh, and he's just wonderful. He's awesome in it. Yeah. Oh my God, he just. I mean, there's so much about this film. I mean, it, I mean, where do you even begin? And, I mean, and Donald just, Pleasance only took the role because his daughter Lucy was a guitarist and she enjoyed the score for assault on Pre precinct 13 oh my god you that? <laughs> wow wow and i bet you she really liked the score for halloween oh who doesn't i mean it's iconic I mean, it's just you, it, you. You hear that, you immediately know what it is, and and it, and it goes you know? again. Like that score, if you talk to the musicians, they're like, "That's so simple." Yeah, it's four four time. I think yeah. is what Carpenter said. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's so effective. It is, isn't it? And then the you know all the all, all the other instruments and all the other sounds that they layer into that. You know, boom, boom, you know, yeah. and, and then it's um. It just drives the movie. It just adds to the tension and the suspense and the um, uneasiness about the film. It just keeps you on your, you know, on the edge of your seat. It's just, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, and they don't explain Michael. They, I mean, well, they they, they do, but you know, uh, well, again, I mean, he was locked up for all these years, and you know, but so I, I mean, he, I know, I, I know. know when. Um... When Rob Zombie did the remake, he uh, he took he took Michael and made him more of a human. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. I think it took away from what the film, the original film, uh, Michael turns into to per, the personification of evil. Right. You know, and I think that's a little bit more frightening than what they did. In Rob Zombie's film. Well, I think in the zombie films, he's just this big, strong. Wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I can't I mean, remember I never, who they got. I didn't really want to see him because I was like, "Come on, you're remaking this classic." I know. I know. Oh my god. Yeah, I. It was all right, but I just thought he could have done. You know, just uh, leave leave Halloween alone. But he didn't. But and I like zombie, but. Yeah. It was just to me. It was just some big strong guy, like some six foot five, you know, muscle Dashing, bound, really strong guy. Yeah, with a mask. It's <laughs> like mask. no, you know, I, I, I just, I, I like the the mysteriousness and the, yeah. you know, Nick Castle played the shape in in the original, and then I loved when he came back for um, this latest one. Oh yeah, Jamie yeah. Lee. Yeah, I had the pleasure he, of meeting uh, Mr. Nick Castle. Really, what a great guy. Yeah, really nice... yeah, I've not met him. I'd love to meet him. That's awesome. Oh, um, I got this. I got this picture of Michael Myers, and he signed it, and it's my pride and joy on my wall. That's awesome. Ugh. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's the thing. And it was just a, he was like just a friend of Carpenter's or something like that, and you know had him put on the mask and just kind of I don't said, know if he gave he him said, a lot of direction. Uh, he, yeah, John you know? Carpenter said that he, he had the creep. He just with the way he walked was creepy, and he was like, oh, hey, he's got incredible. Be, he's got to be the shit. Yeah, and yeah. He, that's what he was. That that was his character name the shape he was not right a right. human being right right and you know the film uh you know originally uh they were 
asked to make the film, uh, you know, about babysitting. And Deborah Hill, killer or something, yeah, yeah, it was like the yeah the babysitter murders or something like that, murders or something, yeah. And uh, Deborah Hill, you know, she used to be, she used to babysit a lot, so she took a lot of her experiences and put it into the screenplay. And then the, um, I guess the investor Mustafa Akkad, yeah, he changed the name to Halloween and wanted it centered around the holiday, and that's what changed everything. So yeah. But they still yeah. kept the babysitter stuff in the screenplay. Yep. And then just centered it during Halloween. It really makes everything work, I think. Oh, just great. I, I just, when you consider the budget, like I said, and just they shot it in a month, they had no money. And I mean, it just, like, again, it, it reminds me of Night. It's like this family that comes yeah. together. Yeah that wants to make a good movie a really good movie and they're all in it to win it and you know you can just tell and um i know it's the first one and you know maybe i'm a little biased that way you know part two was pretty good in the hospital i like that actually yeah as a as a sequel i mean it's not as good as the first one but it was pretty good it was i liked it It was a continuation of the first one right Um, where it left off yeah it's not done as well because it's not carpenter directing but right it still was pretty good movie yeah yeah, I just. Um... But the uh, the film, uh, it grossed forty seven million dollars in the United States, wow. and did an additional twenty three million internationally. This is nineteen seventy eight. Wow! So, it made a total of seventy million dollars worldwide. Wow. One, and people making, just love it to this day, and it and I know yeah. and that you know there's good reason for that. You know, making it's it just... one of the most successful independent films of all time. Oh, bar none, man. Yeah. Bar none. Oh, yeah. I mean. And yeah. launched Jamie Lee Curtis's career. It did. Sure and, did. And the best thing about Jamie's, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's not only the daughter of Janet Lee from Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, to this day, is always proud of being a part of Halloween. Oh, she is. You know, she it's really not like is. other actresses where they're like oh i did this horror film early in my career and i'd rather not talk about it yeah like you know? i heard susan sarandon's not a fan of like she doesn't want to talk about rocky horror yeah yeah you know like she's ashamed of it or something and um I there's, a, there's a lot of actors that started in really crappy horror films you know yeah, but, I heard... you know the thing is, is that halloween is not a crappy horror film. no <laughs> no <laughs> No, nothing to be embarrassed about about that one, boy. Yeah. That that just, yeah. And I mean, I've met, I met PJ. I met. I met PJ um, too. She's great. And then the other actress, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember her name. The other girl. The other friend. Yeah, I met her. Oh yeah, I can't remember her name either. Um, and I got. But a photo. I know who you're talking oh, about. And I got a photo of all three of them, and then I got I met those two. I haven't met Jamie Lee, but. Um, Is it, uh, no. I can't think of her name, but she was good. Oh, they was, were all was it Nancy Keys? Is that who you're talking about? Nancy Loomis. Nancy Loomis. But is that but her, her real? But name? her real name was Nancy Keys. Is that it? Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember. But anyway, but anyway, I met her. I met those two, <laughs> and I haven't met Jamie Lee. And then Donald. Yeah, that was the only person <laughs> I haven't met. Well, I, I met John Carpenter. And I got okay. a f- little funny story about John Carpenter. Uh, okay. You know, I run Freak Show Horror Film Festival, and uh, we gave him the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, so I met him, and I was like, <sighs> I was so nervous, dude. So, yeah, I bet. I mean, this guy is a big influence, and I've seen all his films. I love his work. And here I am having the opportunity to actually meet my idol. So I was a yeah. blub- I was a blubbering idiot. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But the thing about John Carpenter, when he looks at you, you don't know what he's thinking. He looks at you like you're, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I was already like nervous to meet him, and then he, when he looks at you, it's like, okay, what do you what do you want me to do, or what what, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> that type of yeah. look. So, um, but anyway, he wasn't, uh, when I met him, he wasn't feeling too well. He was having some problems and 
we won't get into that but okay uh you know so we we uh, he was late for a, a plane and so we gave him the lifetime achievement award but he had to leave right away so he didn't make a long speech and so my actually meeting him was really short but he i don't know he, i mean he's a really nice gentleman don't get me wrong but i i just i think it was me because i was a blubbering idiot oh okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I got to meet him. I love your movies. This guy's going, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I know. I know. He's a psycho. Yes. That's kind of how I was when I met the cast of Night, some of the cast. I was just in awe. I'm sure he gets so. it all the time, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe it. I probably so do the nice, same thing if so. I met Steven Spielberg. I'd do the same thing, but oh sure, or Brian Palmer. Yeah, always want yeah. to meet Alfred Hitchcock, but that's too. He's, uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so well, anyway, she got to meet him. I and, got to yeah. meet him, so that was cool. That was awesome. So very cool. But so. uh, yeah, I mean the film. Um, you know, the right off the bat with the opening with the long take and the steady cam. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Really just kind of grabs you and uh you're like what the hell and Oh yeah. I don't know the the yeah, the score. Uh The score is just huge. The wow. acting's really I good. Mean, it's, it's not like no, any cheese acting for a horror no. film. No. And let me tell you 1978 um you know that came out uh you had films like, you know, uh Friday the 13th yeah. Um, so I mean, the slasher movies were just coming into fruition there. Yeah. And you know, Halloween came out. So when it first came out, it wasn't like received well. Uh, didn't get a large audience, but like word of mouth started growing. I remember. I didn't see it right when it came out. I saw it later on, like early '80s, because okay. everyone was talking about it. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to see this movie, blah, blah. It's a slasher movie. I don't want to see blood yeah. and gore, blah, blah, blah. All right, right. And then pff, fell in love with it. Just oh fell gosh. in love with the film. As soon as I you just hear, like the, yeah, I just like the fact that, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of people think the more gore, the more scarier, you know, the, the film is or the, you know, the more graphic it is. That's not the case. It's just not the case. You know, I'm more about mystery and suspense and, you know, um, just the way it's shot and the story and just, you know, the way you're setting up, you know, yeah, and, um, and even, the suspense. And even the ending, know. you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. Oh, the ending's maybe, amazing. Maybe even unbelievable ending, but I just love after he, you know, unloads his... 44 yeah. magnum into him and he's he fall he's fallen he falls off the balcony and, he, and then and the thing is about loomis you know his character he knew what he was dealing with and oh yeah he i i, I he was not surprised when he looked out and saw that he was gone no i think in the, one of the documentaries i watched you know there was like three or many ways he could have you know because they do a final uh shot on him mm -hmm. after they state they show michael's gone right and he said, I could have played it like, all right, I knew this was going to happen. I could have played it like, I'm surprised this, you know, I'm surprised that this happened, that he's not there, you know, or I think there, and there was a couple other things, that, you know, but how it, he she could have goes, played it. But. but Jamie Lee Curtis goes, is that the bo boogeyman or was that the boogeyman? Yeah. And as, a goes, as a matter of fact, fact it was. I yeah. love that. <laughs> I know. I do too. There's one it's scene in the film. It's like every time i watch the film it always gets me um when she's when she um runs is trying to run and trying to get into the house and the door's locked and she's calling oh, to yeah. the kid like you know open up the door Tommy. yeah and, and, oh yeah and um and michael's coming across the street he's not running oh it's just great he's not running he's just walking i at know a, at, a, at a fairly fast pace but he's he's moving i know it's and just, it's just oh. that the way everything's lit, and he's he, you know, he you see him in the light, and then he goes into the dark, and cutting back and forth, and you know, little kids like doesn't know that there's any danger. <laughs> oh, I yeah, know. Yeah, he's like rubbing his eyes, yeah. like what's going on? Come on, <laughs> what like, are you yelling about? Open up the door, damn it! 
Yeah. <laughs> I yep. love that scene. I love that. I like when she's on the balcony and then they, they bring up the little blue light and then it comes up and the light lights up his mask. Oh. And all you see is his mask. Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And a lot of, if you listen to the score, the score complements the scenes or vice versa, however yeah. you want to look at it. But you hear the, you know, the, the, yeah. the little things they do in the score. And, and then it like, just the, adds it'd be like, uh, like a, like a pause and you hear this little bell like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. Ding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, the, the score is brilliant. I mean, it's just, it's complements the movie so well and it just drives it and it adds so much to it as we've talked about you know how scores can do that yeah and, and um, that, like and then of course the one scene where uh the guy gets the knife you know and is stuck to the oh to the door. yeah that's famous that's famous and then yeah. and then uh michael just looks back and he's just turns his head you know, yeah looking at him and it's like marvels his handiwork yeah I'm like, yeah that's, that's wild that's wild. oh yeah yeah, and, and I just think, like I the little that... the little things of him just popping up, and you know when um, the one girl goes out to the uh, to the little uh, house to do wash to wash oh, her yeah. clothes, yeah, and you you see him walk like standing in the background, then he's not there. Just little oh, yeah. little All things, that... you know, oh, that, stuff like that. that. Yeah, I love that. oh yeah, oh it's absolutely yeah. It's just it's so well done. I oh man, I just. And Wish. then they 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 were trying to incorporate a lot of the uh, legends with you know the ho- uh, the holiday Halloween, yeah, and in the boogeyman being associated with it, and and he's oh, yeah. pretty much that. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just I know <laughs> it's so well done. <laughs> so it's hard to even. It's hard, Put it, it into it's words. really it's really hard to yeah. imagine. Here here's a here's a, a a group of people again. But you know John Carpenter uh, uh, you know made Assault on Pre- Precinct 13 right. which was a right. you know pretty big movie. Um Yeah. And then he's you know he's got this budget of $300,000. Uh and then to make this horror film um I don't know man it, it's, it to me it's it's just amazing that he can take some new technology as an independent filmmaker with the Steadicam and really make it work to his advantage to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And look what he did. Just amazing. And yeah. the, just the, 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 the lighting, uh, oh, man. the camera work, the, um, the acting, Absolutely. even though uh, like Donald Pleasance in parts is kind of a little cheesy, but it, yeah. it works with his character, right? You know, he's just that type of person. You know, he's just well, try- and they talk about that at night, and not to you know backtrack, but if a movie is done so well, you know, you'll see Ben, you know, hit Mister Cooper, but clearly he, you know, he clearly misses him, and you can totally see it in some of the shots. You don't care. You just don't care because you're that engrossed in this film, and it's so well done, and it just has you you know entrenched in this film that it's just you you, you're you're forgiving in that way you know it just it's i just it doesn't bother me whereas other films that would really bother me but and if if it's really well done and you've got me and i'm 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 hooked you know and i'm just waiting for the next scene and i just can't wait to see what you know and i'm just it's it's a true thriller and and then then then, i I don't mind as much i don't mind a cheesy line here or there i don't mind a mishit or you know that clearly oh boy that you know i mean and still you know it it lives up to today's standards i mean yeah it does and what's really cool is that they incorporate um uh forbidden planet and the thing Oh yeah, when they're watching on TV, and then eventually John Carpenter goes and remakes the thing, and creates another classic. Oh, which is phenomenal film. Which is probably one of the best remakes ever made. Oh, unbelievable film, and one of my favorites. Yeah, and that's another podcast. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, what they're watching on TV. I love it. I just, it's great. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, Rob, you, you know, a lot of people can relate. You know, Halloween, babysitter, pumpkins, carving oh, a pumpkin, yeah. you know, making popcorn, watching a scary movie, you know, late at night. I mean, what a, it's just so 
believable in that way because people can relate to that. It's not some far-fetched, you know, not that, you know, a far, you know, science fiction and all that has its place. I'm not saying that, but I mean, when you bring it into, you know, bring it home like that, you yeah. know, like, wow. You know, I remember when my sister babysitted me, you know, I have an older sister. Yeah. I remember she was babysitting me and I remember my parents were out and, you know, it was, it could be Halloween and, and get, this could totally, ha you know yeah. what I mean? This is so real. I mean, it, it could really, ha you know, and now you got this crazy man. I mean, you know, and I don't know. It's just, I think that added to it. I really do. I mean, I just, oh, and absolutely. I think that's what they were going for too. And then I mean, you, let's make something. You're watching like yeah. a horror film that your parents probably wouldn't approve of and that type oh, of sure. stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when my parents would go out or whatever, my sister and I would watch probably, you know, things are rated move, whatever can back then, you know, which is like G rated now, yeah, but, Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just, you could just totally relate to that. And, and I mean, you, and you have your friends and, you know, and they're, they're bugging JB Lee about, you know, dating, you know, she doesn't date a lot. She's a little shy and they oh, want yeah, her to, yeah. you know, go out with Ben Tramer and she's embarrassed about yeah. that. And, and then you have the one girl ben that Tramer. smokes weed and she's the wild child and, and you know, the sheriff's daughter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's these characters that are just, you know, that you might have come across in your own life and experiences you could have had in your own life. You oh, know, absolutely. Like, you and know, all that. And, like, I mean, it's, yeah, the, your friends, uh, parents are, uh, you know, at a, you know, at a party and you got the whole house. And so you oh, yeah. have a party there and bring your girlfriend yeah. over and right. you fool around oh, yeah. and all that stuff. That's a great scene, all too, that. with you dressed up in the. Uh, in the sheet. In the oh, sheet. Oh. Wonderful. What a great simple idea, but so effective. Oh. And took, you know, took Bob's glasses. You know, he's stuck up against the wall, and you know, you and he ghost, takes his glasses. <laughs> I know. I just, it's just. I mean, it's those little things. It doesn't have to be complex. It's the little things you can do, the little nuances, like you said. You know, I mean, and sure, that's totally believable. I mean, he's got his glasses on he's got this sheet she thinks it's a joke and then the music starts and they're like oh my god she has no idea it's just no. and then she calls jamie lee yeah yeah it's just calling him. and she's on the phone with jamie lee and then she starts getting choked and yeah. jamie lee thinks they're having fun you know yeah, and you know prank. and it's like yeah. okay stop it it is yeah, yeah. i mean and then stuff it, that and then you hear yeah. darth vader's voice yeah yeah <laughs> do you think they got exactly. that from there you think they got it from Star Wars? Maybe. I don't know, but I what? love that where Michael takes the phone. Yeah, I love that. It's just great. It's just awesome. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's those little things yeah, that make it great. I mean, you that can't. That make it great, you know. And, and that's why I... Uh... That's why I'm not fond of remakes. Um, but occasionally, once in a while, there will be a remake that's actually good, which what they did with it, and that could be another podcast too, but yeah. Yeah. the remake of it was really good. Yeah, I've yet um, to see part two. I, I saw the part it, one. It's not as I, good as the first one, but it's good yeah. if you like the first well, one. I saw the first, the new it, the first, there's two parts. Yes. I saw the first part. I didn't see the second yeah. part. Yeah, but, I own I own both movies, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would but, definitely recommend seeing it. It's not as good as the first one, but it's still good. Okay. I yeah, like the first Pennywise one is really Star good. Star. I mean, yeah, the guy playing Pennywise, oh my God. Yeah. yeah he's great. Yeah, he's really good. So that's another podcast, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see part two. Actually, I should just probably watch them both. You well, should just watch, watch the first them both one over yeah. again. Yeah. It's good. Um, but yeah, I, 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 know, I know we keep, you know, hitting on these these points but it's it's it bears repeating i mean it's it's the little sometimes it's the little things and sometimes less is more and you don't have to go balls to the wall and gore and graphic and you know hit you in the face you don't have to you just don't and it, you and know it just, and again yeah, i just exactly. I, I prefer i prefer this type of film i really do and, well again it's like the, the uh, film's rich with with different characters yeah, yeah they might be basic but it, they still work um, if you look at the premise as a whole, it's kind of unbelievable, but how they present it and how they made it work was through filmmaking and acting and a really good mm -hmm. screenplay. 
Absolutely. And, and that's it what it's all about. Like you said, Rob, today. you could have all the money in the world, but if your screenplay sucks, yeah, it's it's not going to hold up. It's just not. You could throw as much money as you want at something, and and boy, are there examples out there. And um, and then you have something like this where they had no money, and like Night where they had no money. You know, and and it, it doesn't have to be money. And and you, you know, can make and, a good movie. And, you and know, the, and the really interesting thing is, is that um, Mustafa Hakad was the uh, finance person for the film. Yeah. And John Carpenter made it a point. He goes, "If I'm going to make this movie." You got to give me free free reign. I can't have somebody over my shoulder. I got to make this movie the way I got to make it. Yeah. And you got to have confidence in me to yeah. make you a good movie. Right. Wow. He's. I mean, this guy's taking a big chance. You know, sure. With this filmmaker. So. Because he only had the one film under his belt. Yeah. You know. And, um, so. Look what happened. I know. I Which know. I mean, I've, I've said this before. But, you know, you have to let the filmmaker, who's the creative spirit, the director, make his make movie. The film. I agree. You can't sit there and go, well, you know, this isn't going to work because we have all these people that say that it's not going to work. Right. Okay. I but agree. But if you change that, it could change the whole dynamic of the film. Right. Which you don't understand because you're not a filmmaker. You know, it reminds me of, I know this is kind of a little, you know, it's a departure, but it reminds me of um, Dave Chappelle and his show. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know he's making a ton of money at the show, but from what I understand, and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand, they started telling him uh, what's funny and what would be funny and what he should do. And that's part of, if not part of the reason, if not all of the reason why he walked away from the show. And yeah. just took a huge break because he just Dave knows funny and you know all these people of the you know I mean I know they're giving him all this money and they're you know financing whatever paying for everything but he knows funny Dave Chappelle's funny and my now everybody has a different opinion about comedians and I think Dave's really funny and I think in that 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 was the big issue is that they started trying to tell him what's funny and he's like no <laughs> just let me do funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like what you're saying, you know, yeah. let me do this movie. Let me do horror. Let me do suspense. You know, you're the, you're the investor. You're the, you know, I, I, I and I appreciate that, but this is my bread and butter. You know, you're, right. you're experienced in, in this and other things. That's why you're this is what I do. Me, yeah. Yeah. This is what I do. Let me do my thing. And I know that's a risk and I know you're rolling the dice when you do that. I, I understand that, but look what happens. You know, when you try to tell somebody, you know, that, you know, okay, well, this, you know, you got to do it this way. You know, like, you don't, don't kill Ben at the end of night. No. And they joke about it at the, yeah. the beginning. At first, when they had no money, they're like, okay, we'll do whatever you, you know, but they <laughs> laughed. You know, yeah. George was laughing about it. But I mean, in reality, it would not have had the impact that it had yeah. if you've been lived. Yeah. And, and that would have been a totally, it just, it just would have changed everything. Well, a lot of it. And um, it wouldn't have been as dark. And, um, you know, and all that we can, I don't want to rehash it, but I'm just saying that that's, it's, it's a good example of, you know, like you just said, Rob, it would change the movie. Right. And it might, it probably wouldn't have been as good. I'm sure it wouldn't have been yeah. if you start telling John Carpenter, I mean, again, he only had the one movie under his belt. I mean, he wasn't a mega director at that time. And I understand that, but he went to film school, you know I mean? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he knows, I think he knows a little bit more about film than you do. Well, so. Obviously there was a I reason why I... they're, they're hiring him. They saw his movie. They liked yeah. what he did. Yeah. So why not let him do what right. you thought, you know, he could do. Right. Right. So. And that's uh, what, I mean, I, I, that all I'm saying is that I understand the business aspect of filmmaking. I understand why. Hollywood keeps making remakes and, and sequels. I understand it. They're it in the business. They're in business. It's a business, right, it and I money. understand. Right. And they're trying it's, to yeah. reduce the uh, risk. The risk, yeah. And I totally get it. And they're trying to, I you do know, too. they're dealing with $200 million budgets, and I get it. Get it. But you still don't see the film maker as an artist. Yeah. And if you're hiring that artist to make art and they don't see it that way. 
no. then let him make his art. Why yeah. a film has to be made by committee doesn't work, and it's proved time and time again. Oh, I know. And I think this will go on forever. I don't think this will ever be resolved. I really no, it don't. Won't. I, it won't. I, I don't, you know. Only the smaller companies that are dealing with lesser money let that happen because of the risk is lower. Sure. But then you look at the Russo brothers that made, you know, one of the biggest movies of all time. They had free reign only because they proved themselves. Right. You know, Spielberg has free reign only because... He proved himself. He proved himself yeah. and made billions Absolutely. of dollars for everybody. So he's like, ah, if right. they make a, he's, you know, his risk he is. He makes a, low. you know, if he makes a little flop here or there, you know, no yeah. big deal. You know, he's Steven Spielberg. I get it. I get it. You know, but. But I, I've always seen it that you should let the film, if you're going to hire a filmmaker to make a movie, let him make his movie. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, don't hire him. Right. <laughs> You sit there Although, going, I mean, otherwise, you know, it really shows that you don't have a lot of trust and faith exactly. in this person. Exactly. So, so why, why, why are you hiring him? Why are you hiring them right. then right. if you don't trust him? Right. You know, if you don't think he can do the job, then don't hire somebody else. I, you know? I, I mean, the problem is, is that you, got, you have all these executives that are so afraid of losing their job yeah. that they're, they're trying everything they can to make sure that this movie is going to be successful. Yeah. Um. You're missing a point, pal. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you. I know. Let them make their movie. I know. And let your marketing department sell it. But yeah. let them make their movie. No one's going to blame well, the filmmaker for making, well, I mean, they will if it's a bad movie. Right. But. And then it reflects bad on, of course, right. you know, the exact. So obviously, I, I if he that, makes but, a bad movie, of course, they're losing money and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I've seen really great movies that. Didn't make any money, you know. Sure. sure. So it's it's all, you don't know, you don't know what's mm -hmm. going to be a hit. You don't know what's going to no. hit an audience. It might no. have just been timing. You oh know, yeah. Uh, Halloween could have just came out at the right time, and it did. Sure, and it did. You know, there's a like whole bunch of different factors, yeah. but it still comes to, to me as a filmmaker. That's the biggest frustration I could see uh, with Hollywood is that, you know. They're so concerned about risk that they sometimes destroy the film. Absolutely. You know, I mean. Absolutely. They sabotage it. Yeah. I mean, they Justice do. League is a perfect example of that. I mean, but that, that that's a whole another thing. But, that's another, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. Um, I know. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my two cents. <laughs> no, and I, I, I agree. I agree. And I Let the artists do their thing. That's all I say. Yeah. And, you know, to me, again, uh, I, I don't need gratuitous, you know, gore. I don't need, no. you know. I mean, know, I don't have over, a problem with it. I, I mean, if it works in the film, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, if it serves you the know, film, that's one thing. But if you're just thrown for shock value, there, and let's there's see how a much movie, money we get, you know. There's a movie uh, called Bad Taste. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Um, probably one of the goriest films I've ever seen is the yeah. most funniest film I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah. My God, were they going funny. for funny or were they going for scary? They were going for funny. Okay. Okay. But that's, um, I can't think of his name, but he, he did Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson. It's just one of his first films. Oh, that's right. I, I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. And then he made, uh, made another <laughs> one that was really gory too, before he got into making regular mainstream movies. Okay. Um, but, Bad taste is really gory, um, yeah. but I enjoy that film because yeah. it's meant it's just making it's, fun of everything, and it's and Peter Jackson himself is in the film. He's one of the leading actors. Oh and my he's god! Wearing, he's wearing glasses, and in the and consistent <laughs> running gag in the film is that every time somebody gets killed, a drop of blood will hit his glasses. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> hilarious, man. If you ever get a chance to see it, see it. it yeah, I've heard it. of it. Okay. Enjoy it. It's funny. Okay. It's funny. Yeah, and everything has its place. And like I say, I mean, I, I'm not trying to trash, you know, gory movies or anything. It's oh, yeah. fine. I mean, I, I just, love Dario Argento. I love all his movies, yeah, and they're gory. Great. And, and, you, know, you know, I don't have a problem with it. But not at all. The movies that I are just, just gore for the sake of gore. And I, I know yeah. there's audiences for them. And that, hey, more power to you, man. If that's what you right. want to watch, hey. Right. More power. I, I just personally don't like them. 
I don't and, I, and I'm not going to put anybody down for it because I, I respect people's opinions and I respect. Sure. I'm not going to try to censor somebody. No. And that's another thing. You know, don't try to censor me from watching something I want to watch. Right. If you don't want right. to watch it, no one's forcing you to watch it. Right. And everybody Period. has their tastes and <laughs> yeah. what they like. And I get that. Um, but I'm just very partial to this kind of film. Yeah, me too. And, uh, I really and so am. that's I why just... I say, I mean, it's like we give our opinions and you take it, you know, the way you want. That's, Absolutely. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. Yeah. But we so. love this. We love this film very much. Oh. I, I, I love this film. And like I said, I watch this movie every Halloween. I do too. And every I, year I, I do. I, right? I don't know. I've seen the movie. I can't tell you how many times and I still I know. can't get sick of i don't i'm not sick of it you and know? that's another thing yeah it, how about that yeah you know isn't that interesting? i've seen it many times and i never get tired <laughs> I know, of it like frame for frame you know? i know it's like, i know and, and it's i'm just, never sick I, of it it's so well done that i just yeah i mean it's and I, I i'm the way i'm that way with night of living dead too and i don't mean to backtrack but oh yeah no i mean i understand i that. i love that film so much that i if it's on or if i, I can just put it on and i enjoy it like the first time i've seen it and i know what happens and i, I don't care it's so good oh my god <laughs> so yeah i mean and that that's obviously you know that's something to be said for that too, because you know um, we all have our favorite films. I know that, but if you can keep watching a film over and over, and you know what's going to happen, but it's still entertaining and still, you know, kind of that's why out it's part bit, of. You know? uh, I think our that's part. That's why it's part of our list of, you know, top ten greatest horror films top of 10. all time. Oh yeah, oh, um, along time. with Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's you know that's the argument for it is is that. And everything else that we talked about. So. Mm-hmm. Great film. I'm sure everybody that's listening has seen it. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't, please, if you've please been in, in, watch. A, in a hole your yeah, entire life. Have, have I been mean, sheltered I can't from... imagine there isn't anybody out there that hasn't. But if you haven't, or you and know, there could no, be, no offense, it could I'm not be, trying to come down on you. But there could please, be somebody that just film. turned uh, 17 and uh, their parents are letting them watch R-rated movies, and hey, maybe they haven't seen the film. Now that's another thing yeah. that I that that could be another podcast. We we could we could <laughs> it, it's up to you, but yeah, the kids today, the kids what today. they find oh, scary. Okay, yeah. yeah, that is that that's a I like that. And That'd when you one. know, and then you try to show them some of these classic films, and I'll even throw in the original Dracula, the original you know we can do the Universal monster movies. Nosferatu. How they re, how they were yes how they respond to these. <laughs> and um, I got to tell you, when I showed, I mean, and they're not horror buffs, but when I showed my stepkids night, you know, they kind of like, okay, yeah. Donnie, you know, they call me Donnie. That's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, I it's know. just, I think it's a different time. Not to say that some kids today couldn't, you know, enjoy it and see, you know, the the uh, the creativeness and you know, uh, the, you know how how good of a film it is and can appreciate. That's the word I was thinking of. Can appreciate, appreciate. you know, all the things we just talked about. But I don't know if that, you know, you'd have to be a film buff or you know, into no, films and I, like I, that. I, to, I, think, to... I think the problem is is that um, they just don't are, are not. I, I don't want to say programmed, but they need to be open-minded, you know. Yeah. yeah. Look past all these. Oh, it's black and white. Oh, it was made in 1940. Yeah, it was, or, yeah, it was like made 50 oh, the, years ago. Oh, the yeah. acting isn't as good as it is today because they're basing all their, you know, film stuff that they've seen off of you know Marvel films that are like slick and fast-paced and blah blah blah. Exactly right. You know, exactly. They're used to that, and I get it. I understand that. I do too, and I'm not trying to fault them because that's what they know. But so you if, know, you try to show them something like this, and it's like it's almost like they're going backwards. You well, know, you know I when, mean, I, when I was in when I was in film school, and I, I took film history, and you you look at you have to look at other films as a filmmaker. And and see oh, what, totally how agree. how they progressed and how yeah. things were made. You know, like a perfect example is the Odessa Steps sequence. Uh, it's a Russian film um, called Battleship Potemkin, and it was the first use of montage editing. And in the film The Untouchables, uh, directed by Brian De Palma, great film. Uh, he has a scene in there that's taken pretty much from that film. Where the uh, the baby carriage is going down the stairs and there's a gunfight. Oh gun yeah, fight. I remember. There's yeah. a gunfight. That's yeah. based off of that sequence from that film. 
And uh, I I had no interest to see Battleship Potemkin. But wow. I mean, this movie was made, I want to say, in the 20s or 30s. Wow. And it's silent. And you see this. Oh, my God, Rob. Wow. You see this sequence in the film, and it's like, here they, here they created suspense through editing. And it was like the first time they did that. Sure. And Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, it really makes you appreciate what you see today because all these filmmakers that are making these slick movies are basing stuff off of what they saw and mm-hmm. the film history of it. Yeah. But you have to look at everything and you have to be open-minded, and that's all I'm saying. You know? I totally agree. If they can have an open if mind, you have an open mind, you'd be this. open up yeah. to a whole new thing, man. I mean, yeah. it, you'd look at I agree. Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein. Um, all that. Nosferatu. Oh the, oh, yeah. the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. I mean, it's oh, just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Come on. Man. Sure. You know, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, can... I mean, there's, I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of. I mean, Exorcist. Exorcist. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can go on forever. But. Um, but we could, yeah, we could definitely. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to open up a no, whole no, no, but, Pandora's box. But, but, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, it, you just need to have an open mind. That's all. That's all. Yeah. That's the bottom line of it. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So. On that note. All right. <laughs> we probably are over time here. I don't know how long we get to talking. And- On that note, oh. we've come to the end of another horror vein, folks. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have. We hope you had fun with this special yes. edition of Halloween. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, uh, you know, as always, we thank you for listening. Um, we would appreciate it if you would go to... Uh, Apple Podcast and leave us a review. It helps us out, sure. folks. It really does. Or ask a question. They can oh. ask questions too, right? Yeah, go to uh, horrorvane.com. Uh, check out our website. We have you know horror news on there. You can check out all our podcasts, and uh, you can leave us a note, and we might possibly read it on air. We yes, we we might we Holy might do that. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> And we can put all these funny things in there, and we can talk like this. Yes. Yes. More (laughs) of Rob's fun toy next week. Uh, (laughs) What sounds will you hear next week? You'll have to tune in and find out. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That'll be the running theme. What what new sound? I'm I'm sure you have like 1,500 sounds on there. So. And on that note, folks. Yes. It's time to go. Thank you for listening. Thanks, uh, guys. As always, uh, we love you here at Horror Van. We do. Talk to you. See you next time. So we'll see you next week, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network.